I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I'm here in my home studio recording far, far away from my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hey, Matt. How's your week going this week? How you doing? Well, I mean, people on Twitter got a glimpse into our ongoing feud, but I wanted I wanted to update everybody. <laughs> okay, here's what's happening. I have been on a lifelong quest to find the perfect chicken salad sandwich. That is my ideal sandwich. I would sandwich. go so far as to say it doesn't exist because that's gross, but that's fine. <laughs> you don't like chicken salad? It doesn't spark anything for me. Okay, well, you just said it was gross, which implies that you actively dislike it in a visceral way. Okay, I guess I guess that's safe to say. So, okay, well, now our feud just uh, just got taken up a notch (laughs) because I would die for a chicken salad sandwich. It's (laughs) it is my favorite sandwich, and I'm constantly on the quest for the perfect chicken salad sandwich. Uh, And obviously, in New York, you're gonna want it on a bagel, of course, and. My old apartment was near a pick-a-bagel, which I think has the best chicken salad sandwich on a bagel that I have found to date. Okay. And I've been trying to find a replacement. Mm-hmm. And I asked you where you get your bagels from, and you suggested a place. And so I okay. ordered a chicken salad Not sandwich. What happened. And it was horrible. And it ruined my week. <laughs> <laughs> Not what happened. What happened was... You asked where I get bagels, and I said, well, every Saturday we typically get it from this one spot, but I don't really like their bagels that much. They're much fluffier and sweeter. I like a little Mm. bit more condensed bagel. Mm -hmm. And also their bacon sucks, which would lead me to believe that their deli situation is not great. It's not on par with you know what you would want from a chicken salad. Well, it wasn't, um, and the and only then, reason and I then got I, it from and then I said there's another the one that there is another spot that I like better, and that is the one that you did not order from. Well, so you are the one at fault, and I never recommended this place to you. I would never have known about this place had you not put it inside of my head. And then I ordered it and it ruined my week. My update was that yesterday I ordered. So the shitty bagel that had your name stamped all over it, I got last week. Yes, I actually made the bagel. So (laughs) and then yesterday I ordered another one. I tried a different spot. I like Googled best bagel in Brooklyn and I picked a spot that was nearby and ordered a chicken salad sandwich. And it was also underwhelming. So I just want to say that uh, it. In the journey of us kind of repairing our relationship, yesterday mm. was a step because I took it upon myself uh, after having been 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 burned by your recommendation. Mm-hmm. I took okay, it upon myself my <laughs> to find a different uh, a, a different bagel, and I was underwhelmed. So maybe uh, I just have to go back to pick a bagel 
make that. I don't mean to further uh, divide us, but maybe it's just that all chicken salad is actually underwhelming and you're now realizing this. It's like how I was obsessed with cheddar jalapeno Cheetos for a long time and then I didn't have them for like a year and in my head they were just like the best tasting thing in the world and then I had it again and I was like, you know what? These aren't good. How dare you compare a chicken salad (laughs) sandwich to a cheddar jalapeno Cheeto? Absolutely not. Uh, This is going to be a spicy episode. (laughs) The subtext of all of this is that both of us are incredibly unwell. (laughs) Uh, Likewise, I have been in a horrible mental state this week. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's been bad. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I I was in therapy this week and I was like, I can't put my finger on what's changed. Or if it's just that, like, yeah, we've been in this for so long. Like, it's the fact that, like, nothing has changed. <laughs> that, like, mm-hmm. we've been in this this shit this long. I also think uh, that the, the weather in New York has been shitty. Uh, it's been gloomy and snowy and super cold. And you can't really do much of anything th- that we were able to do, at least outside a little bit. Uh, but I think I, f- I feel like the, like, seasonal effective kind of stuff. It starts setting in in December when it starts getting cold, but you're distracted by like the holidays and then the new year. And mm-hmm. then it, it, February is when it starts to get like, ugh, it's like the dead of winter. You're expected yeah. to operate normally. And this year, especially, it's like everything is fucked. Anyway, I also realized that most of February, historically, I have been out of town. I'm either in Florida with my family for like a week. And then usually we go to L.A. in February for unhappy hour. Yeah. For the past like two, almost three years, we have done that in February. So this is also we're just we're just here, you know. But it's cool. I told my therapist this week that my uh, I thought of my depression as like being on a little rowboat and the water is the depression. And I've been using duct tape to like cover up a hole. And then the duct tape came off and now I only have scotch tape and um, it just keeps ripping <laughs> off. So I'd say, yeah, we're doing like really super well. <laughs> cool. 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 Shout out to you. Antidepressants. Uh, <laughs> really holding this uh, holding this ship together. <sighs> Well, on that, on that wonderful <laughs> note, um, clearly we're both doing great. Uh, coming up today, we do have a little bit of a shorter episode for you this week, but don't worry. It's still jam-packed with stupid shit. The, the amount of stupid shit per square inch of podcast won't be any different than usual. We're going to kick things off, as always, with Worst Things First, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week. And then after that, we're going to go straight into another round of Brant Hotline because your complaints have been filling up our inbox and we all got to let off some steam. Like a sexy little teapot. Yeah, just like that that that, that underage teapot in uh, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so yeah, we're going to need everybody else to do some complaining along with us because um, my brain can't handle it. And finally, we'll have our chasers. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start this freaking show. All right, horse things first. Let's talk about the worst news of the week. First, a man in Boston woke up one day last week, shoveled snow for about an hour, 
then went inside, took a sip of water, but realized the water wouldn't go down his throat. (laughs) He had to lean (laughs) over to drain it from his throat, which is a really upsetting (laughs) image. Like a neti pot. (laughs) Just kind of flushed his upper upper esophagus for a bit. (laughs) But then he noticed that one of his wireless earbuds were missing, (laughs) which he typically uses to fall asleep. And then an x-ray later revealed that he swallowed an earbud <laughs> in his sleep. And it was lodged in his lower esophagus. I don't understand how I physically cannot swallow pills because I just feel it the entire time. And yet someone can swallow an earbud, an earbud, <laughs> an AirPod and not feel it. What is wrong with me? <laughs> you are not the freak in this. St- I mean, you are, but he is the freak. <laughs> Not to victim blame, not to victim blame, which is we need to create a jingle for that one. But how the fuck do you swallow an ear pod? I do not understand. Short, literally taking it out of your ear and then eating it. How you could like. Yeah, that had to have been what happened. There was no way that this man that this like accidentally fell out of his ear into his open mouth. Do you think he was like dreaming of like eating popcorn no i think that he was probably a side sleeper and as he went from back to side it like dislodged a little bit loosened it up and then and then it just kind of like rolled down into his mouth hole possibly there's a lot of like circus act happening here you have to perfectly time it his partner secretly (laughs) tried to murder him i do love that for whoever what if i just plop this in here what'll what'll happen i mean really like who hasn't eaten like an ipod or two in their sleep yeah when i was a kid i i ate an entire walkman (laughs) with a pink cd inside of it right in the middle of my sleep i gobbled it up that was like one of the first cds i remember like religiously listening to it was the (laughs) single for most girls by pink Mm. Because remember, they used to like an artist would release a single and they'd have to put out an entire like CD just for that like one song. Oh, yeah. That had like the remixes on it and like the instrumental. I remember being so upset. My brother bought it for me. Uh, Gay rights. (laughs) An early (laughs) early ally, even though I was not (laughs) out. Uh, But I got the Most Girls CD and the only song that it didn't have on it was the original Most Girls (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? It had all of the remixes. It had like the acapella version, but it didn't have the actual just song. Very upsetting. So I ate it in my sleep. So <laughs> the point is, I get it. Uh, anyway, he never experienced more than just minor discomfort, but that he wanted to share his experience to caution others not to sleep with their headphones. Next, a koala was rescued after causing a five-car pileup while trying to cross a six-lane freeway in Australia. (laughs) Um, Also, full disclosure, the story was accompanied by a photo of the koala behind the wheel of a car. And I fully thought the entire time I was reading it that the the koala had, like, commandeered a vehicle (laughs) and was crossing a highway. And caused a traffic accident. Oh, I wish that had happened. It was very misleading, this this photograph. Yeah. You can't show me a picture of a koala behind the wheel of a car and not expect me to think that he drove it down a highway. Because <laughs> I fully thought that's what happened. Also fucked that koalas are marsupials. 
As opposed to... Like just a, a, a mammal. Oh, okay. It just feels like a violation me for me knowing like exactly where this uh, this this animal's womb is located i don't mm, have to know mm-hmm. like what you keep in your folds yeah i mean i actually don't really know where mine is like where my womb is <laughs> so the fact that i know where the okay. koalas is is a little rude well sex education really failed you um, okay no but when but like i mean i know approximately where it is but like i can't exactly locate it on my body. It's above the vagina. Okay, but like, where is that in relation to my stomach? Next to. No. Just don't, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. It's like a I wish I were a marsupial. You'll find out on your wedding night um, when <laughs> stuff starts to happen. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> your mother doesn't have to explain absolutely anything until you're a fully grown woman on your wedding night and you're just discovering what sex is for the very first time. <laughs> Not <laughs> you have no idea going into it. I I don't know if that's historically accurate, but that one really threw me. I was like, how can you? Yeah. Have you never seen it like can't. animals before? <laughs> yeah. This woman, a, a woman said she got out of her car to investigate what had caused this five car pileup. And she teamed up with a stranger clutching a blanket and uh, approached it. The woman said the koala was absolutely not damaged in any way. It was very active, but very calm. <laughs> I feel like those those close. Those, yeah, you're getting there. So this woman just like put the koala in her SUV and then started doing a photo shoot with it. it was, okay, so she kidnapped it. Yeah, she kidnapped a koala that was responsible for a five car pileup. This koala should be in jail. Jail this koala, riddled with sexual diseases. <laughs> Famously, koalas are just are just dripping with chlamydia. Yeah, this woman lived next door or lived nearby to a eucalyptus forest. And so she, I guess, has experience calming koalas. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So she was like, don't worry. I I know what to do in this situation. (laughs) I live near a park and I can't tell you like how to calm a squirrel. Uh, Yeah, I can't tame any wildlife. (laughs) <laughs> I'm surrounded by pigeons. I'm haunted by pigeons constantly. <laughs> Do you think I know how to tame one? Absolutely not. Um, anyway, uh, they, the koala was later released in a forest well away from the freeway. The point is, uh, talking like uh, Australian is just like pretend like you have a dick down your throat and then you'll understand. You get it. Next! Another animal on the highway news... A herd of about 75 cows escaped a farm in Indiana and started stampeding down a highway. Wow. Fred the goat. Fred the goat. We haven't heard from him in a while. He's operating really underground. Yeah. I was really starting to get nervous about his whereabouts and his health, but I'm so glad to know that he is alive. He is well. He is liberating more animals. This might be his biggest pack yet. Uh, yeah. Famously, Fred, the Harriet Tubman of goats, has been freeing animals across the country, as far as we know, um, on, mm-hmm. on the Underground Railroad of animals. And 75 cows were, were seen stampeding down a highway. Uh, an off-duty police officer who was nearby told the South Bend Tribune, it's really important to note these cows weren't just walking. They were at a full gallop, if you will. (laughs) 
straight Lion King style. Yeah. Coming down the canyon. I don't know. I don't know who they killed or what they were escaping from. Or who set them out there. Well, we know Fred the Goat did. So. Right. But he's not he's not Scar in this situation. Uh, we don't know. We don't know Fred the Goat's dark side. <gasps> yeah. The officer quickly got in front of the herd and drove ahead with his police lights flashing in order to warn oncoming <laughs> for, traffic. For some reason in my head, I'm like, how could he be driving faster than them? They're cows. I mean, <laughs> they were. I, there's video of it. They're running pretty fast. Like, I wouldn't want to be in front of them. Right. But like a car can go like 100 miles per hour. They're not cheetahs. Right. Right. And finally, this uh, in related news, an attorney in Texas went viral last week during an online court hearing in which he couldn't figure out how to reverse a video filter that had changed him into a talking kitten. Did you see this video? Obviously, I saw the video. <laughs> Obviously, I loved it. It was so cute. I uh, Yeah, video of the hearing, which was all over Twitter last week, shows this exasperated attorney trying to reverse this filter. And at one point, he says, uh, I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we're this we're this far into a pandemic that like, how do we convince everybody that we're, we're, we are who we are? There's no way. I know there's not. I'm just waiting for NBC to like license that video and start a spinoff that's like cat attorney <laughs> and just like have a whole a whole legal dramedy around this cat attorney. It's what we deserve at this point. I would love for an animal to represent me in court. Um, also, it turns out that he's like a shit, yeah. which of course that's what happens. It's like, there's one moment of joy and then the next day the internet's like, Hey, actually that guy horrible. He, he did milkshake duck in record time, like five <laughs> minutes. It wasn't even five minutes before someone was like, actually he has a record of defending like horrible people. And he himself is a horrible <laughs> person <laughs> who's like used his legal office to harass like women. Yeah. Allegedly. Anyway, at one point, uh, he did tell the judge, I'm prepared to go forward with the hearing despite looking like a cat. Um, <sighs> Have we learned nothing from Cat the Musical? Cats can do anything. A cat can be a lawyer and he should be able to go forward as a cat. Yeah. What is the point of advanced fur technology if not <laughs> to conduct legal proceedings appearing as cats? Frankly, all legal proceedings should be done in full cat, full cats ensemble. I'm talking about songs. I'm talking about electronic sounds. Giant furniture that makes us look small. Exactly. Um, yeah. He, he also told the AP that he uh, he blamed it on using his assistant's 10-year-old desktop Dell computer. Okay. So maybe you should get your assistant a new computer. Yeah, blame it on the Dell. Blame it on your assistant. Except no blame yourself, you fucking cat. And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. If you want to hear and see video of bonus Worst Things First stories viciously cut by my editors from this week's episode, you can head to my Patreon, patreon.com slash for All of that and more next we got another round of Rant Hotline right after this commercial break. All right, you know what time it is. It's time for another rendition of Rant Hotline. 
It's been a little while since we last did this. You've been filling up our inbox with all your rants. Uh, so we want to get to those. But first, we're going to get our complaining juices flowing by answering the question. We haven't done this in a little while. What is one thing we hate that everybody else loves? So let's get it go. Barry, what, what is one thing you hate that everybody else loves? Matthew, I've got two things that I hate that everyone else loves that I realized lately that I've I just need to get out of my brain and into the ears of our listeners. So the first one is it's an interior design trend in kitchens where you have just like open shelves instead of cabinets. Mm. That looks beautiful. I admit it looks clean. It looks nice. You could just uh, reach for any of your items. It is not practical. I know this because I don't have a lot of kitchen space. So some of my stuff just has to be out. That shit gets dusty. You have to like clean everything before you use it. The reason cabinets exist is to create a little safe environment for your stuff. And it just makes me so mad because it looks so nice and is actually a very bad idea. And I know that people will just do it because it's trendy. And I'm telling you right now, don't do it. It's a bad idea. Yeah, I did see it. There was someone on uh, Instagram who uh, was was sharing a video of their like countertop and it had it was it was more like a countertop display mm-hmm. next to like a lot of people. You'll have like your coffee maker or like espresso machine or something, and next to it you have all of your like cups displayed. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> why, why are you doing that? All they're doing there is collecting dust. Yeah. Also, everybody only uses like one mug. <laughs> why do you have more than one mug? <laughs> Says me who has seventeen mugs. <laughs> So that's one thing. And then the next one is a little more controversial. And I say this as a dog owner. Dog coats and boots, most of the time, not necessary. (gasps) Like they, again, it looks great. It's not actually that practical. Dogs have a higher temperature than we do. Of course, some like shorter hair dogs and like hairless dogs and like Italian greyhounds, dogs like that need coats. But I see in the park Bernadoodles with coats on. (laughs) The ancestors of Bernadoodles are Bernie's Mountain Dogs, which were literally bred to save people from avalanches. They do not need a coat. They are built with their own coats on their bodies they are not the bitch in the scenario you are the bitch anyway dog boots sometimes are helpful salt is bad for dog paws i get that but you can also use a type of vaseline for dog feet and like that's like what like okay. husky use in the mush but like the point is so they just are, want everybody to lather up their dog's feet in vaseline you don't even have to do that all the time on. because it's really just the salt and it's not like every time you go out in the winter a dog needs boots they they're are, cold no they aren't because they are built differently than us this is us putting human personification onto the dogs it's very very silly, even though they do look cute. But then what ends up happening and why I get upset about it is I feel like people are judging me for not putting a coat on my dog. Yeah, but he doesn't need it because he's a goddamn dog. I'm judging you. Um, I'm, I am contacting Animal Protective Services, <laughs> the ASPCA, PETA. You will be hearing from me. Uh, if any dogs die... From coldness because of your horrible advice? It's like 25 degrees out. It's not that bad. (laughs) It's not that bad. Below zero, stuff like that. Like, of course, they should not be outside as much. But like, come on. We're fine. Anyway, so I just need to get those things off my chest. Is there anything that you hate that everyone else loves that has been ruminating in that brain of yours? I will say a a, a 
piggybacking, just to, just to circle back, just to ping ping off of oh. what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> all all business talk. Yeah, I'm a businessman. One thing I hate is big dogs. <gasps> I feel like I've probably said a version of this before, but I just some dogs are too big. <laughs> They're too big, and um. I just, I don't understand how people live with them. I don't even know what their place in nature would be. It's just, you're too large. You've outgrown, like, I feel bad for you and your bones. And <laughs> I passed this guy in the street who had not one, but two giant Great Danes. Yeah. In New York City, don't understand where they go. And I know that people are like, oh, but Great Danes are actually good apartment dogs because they don't have a lot of activity. They're like pretty lazy dogs. Yeah, because their bodies <laughs> aren't capable of movement. But like that doesn't mean that they don't take up a shit ton of space in our tiny apartments. So that's it. Like it doesn't make it better. Yeah, um, I just feel like they're so I don't know. They just feel like they're too much. And also I feel like big dogs smell worse. OK, that's rude. I think that small dogs smell worse. No, I love big dogs, but I could not have it in an apartment. That does not make sense to me. There's barely enough yeah. space in here for me and my other tall partner. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we got all that off our chest. And I feel like there are a lot of listeners who have been calling our hotline to get a lot of their shit off their chest. So uh, it's time to air some of those. Let's hear them. You've reached the voicemail box of Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate. So why don't you leave us your rant after the beat? Why does every scandal have to be a gate? I, I get it. It's Watergate. Like, I get it's a play on Watergate. I'm not fucking stupid, and I'm not like, you know. I don't understand why everything has to be a fucking gate when it's a scandal. Be clever. Choose a fucking new term. Come up with a new word for it. Does it have to be fucking pizza gate or prodigate or fucking butthole? I don't fucking know. We need to be cl more clever than this. It's it's insulting, personally. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I could not agree more with this. <laughs> I do love the specificity of it, though. Like, oh, yeah. I've never thought to be angry about it before. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I respect it. I respect the discomfort and the annoyance over uh, the lack of ingenuity in coming up with new names for our scandals. I have gotten angry over this specifically because uh, when I worked at WMYC, it was during the time of Bridgegate, which was like the Chris Christie, George Washington Bridge debacle. And that term was so annoying because a bridge and a gate like those are two different <laughs> those are two different things like <laughs> like of all the words to put together like bridgegate just it doesn't work like why did we force right. that one yeah what what were scandals called before watergate scandals affairs yes see we need more affairs fewer gates what is like the 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 iran contra affair mm. i remember that one from history i don't remember what it was <laughs> or what happened not at all <laughs> the bay of pigs affair no was that's that, not, that, a real it's one. not an affair it's just the bay of pigs <laughs> um yeah more more affairs i'm pushing up my nerd glasses <laughs> I'll, I'll put on my political science girl panties I do. I feel like by not naming it something different, they've lost their potency. Yes. Like anytime like a small thing happens, you add gate on and it's like a joke almost. Right. And then it's like, well, now historically, we're not going to take this seriously because you're just adding a little a little dangly appendage to the end of the name. <laughs> and I'm sick of it. Next. 
Hi, Matt. Hi, Barry. Sarah here. Just uh, calling in to rant. I've listened to a few of these on your podcast, and I've noticed that people are like, oh, it's late at night. I've had a few glasses of wine, and I just want you to know it's 9 a.m., and I'm stone cold sober, obviously, <laughs> uh, and I'm just procrastinating <laughs> getting my toddler dressed for the day. So here we are. I would like to complain about Ugg boots. <gasps> I hate them. What is the point of an Ugg boot, specifically where I live? I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, which is in Canada. Everyone calm down. international It rains like 90% of the time here. Ugg boots are basically like cotton swabs wrapped in suede that you want to walk around in the puddles with. (laughs) This is some stupid shit. Who is wearing Ugg boots in the winter? Okay, they're glorified slippers. Stay in the bedroom. Okay, keep doing what you're doing. You're heroes. Bye. Amazing. Amazing. The Ugg slippers stay on during sex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Hard, hard agree. Yes. am the owner of some some Uggs. <laughs> I do have it. Uh, I do have Ugg slippers, but the the like classic Ugg boot is entirely impractical for any environment that is not indoors. They were not made for the outdoors. <laughs> they they were not. They were made for like surfers to wear. I guess technically outdoors, but like in the sand. It was like, oh, you're cold in Australia, coming in from the water, and you just That's put on these slippers insane. and you feel bad. I know. That I is don't what they- <laughs> accept any information that you're giving me right now. I'm pretty sure that that is the origin. I never thought of like an Australian surfer wading through the desert in UGG boots. <laughs> that is absurd. They Mostly because it the makes cold, cold sense, water. and I yeah. refuse. I refuse to accept that. I also have like a particular dislike of Ugg boots because they were so popular right at the time in high school. And it was like the time where I thought it was not cool to be like, you know, in the mainstream of things. So okay. it was like Just particular disdain. <laughs> no, it was more hipster than emo, but it's fine. <laughs> and also being in Chicago where it is winter, like real winter. Right. And it's like, these are not like, what are you? You're again, just like the dog boots. You're only doing it because it's trendy, not because it's actually practical. Right. LL Bean boots, on the other hand, practical and cute. I will say I am prepared, uh, having pretty much fully lost my mind that uh, to just really lean into like early 2010s, like Starbucks <laughs> basic white girl <laughs> Like, uh, what I'm saying is that I'm about to buy a pair of Ugg boots, yoga pants, and like an oversized sweatshirt. That will be my pandemic look moving forward. A North Face. Frappuccino, highlights. I support it. As long as there's no low-rise jeans on there, it's fine. No, because I won't wear jeans. Yoga pants only. <laughs> also, as someone who I, I came over to your apartment for this the Super Bowl... Um, which okay before you go any further I do want to say because we've talked a couple times about coming over to each other's houses I want to remind listeners I live with my partner and Matt lives alone thank you for reminding we don't me. go anywhere <laughs> and we are the we are each other's pod and we are the only people we see without masks on inside and we like talk about our decisions um, and we see each other like once a week and it keeps us sane right. so uh, we don't have like family around us so <laughs> just a sweet little reminder to our listeners right. that's what we say that's what the background when we say say we were at each other's apartments we also live a 15 minute walk away from each other yes continue with your so yes you were over for super bowl anti-super bowl Sunday. right we didn't watch any football um no i don't even <laughs> remember what we, we watched riverdale we had quite <laughs> we watched riverdale we watched search party we watched 
a movie? We watched most of Homecoming, if not all of it. Oh, Homecoming. Yes, we watched. That was our Super Bowl was rewatching Homecoming. Right. Um, but yeah, what I was what I started saying was um, that I kind of forgot about the existence of boots because <laughs> I only wear like one pair of shoes because it's not like mm-hmm. I'm matching like shoes to outfits these days. There's no such no. thing as an outfit. There's just clothes no. that I put on. <laughs> and usually it's like I have a pair of sandals that I'll wear to like the garbage chute. <laughs> I have a pair of gym shoes that I'll wear when I'm working out. And then I have sneakers that I wear everywhere else. And it snowed like pretty aggressively on Super Bowl Sunday and the day before. And it was very slippery, which is like, that is when you wear actual boots. And I just forgot that that's what you were supposed to wear. (laughs) So to say that I risked my life to come over to your apartment, I, I, I did. There was a point, you know, when you like slip on ice and there's a point at which Mm -hmm. it's like your hands, like Jesus has taken the wheel. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) I had that moment while I was carrying all of the little foods that I made. Incredible. By the way, some of your best work. I, uh, it could have been ugly. Is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. And if you had been wearing Uggs? (laughs) Even worse. I would be dead. Anyway, next. Hi, Barry and Matt. So here's my rant. What I don't understand is that Old Country Buffet is your go-to trash Midwestern restaurant when Baker Square is right there. (sighs) Baker Square is where your mom takes you after you have your cavities filled at your pediatric dentist. <laughs> like, it, it's right there. Okay, so this one is a pointed attack <laughs> at me personally. So, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> Second of all, I'm in a lifelong battle now with Baker Square. Like, I am battling for the soul of our nation. what you need to either elaborate or or just something i said that with like no idea what i actually (laughs) meant and so no i won't elaborate (laughs) the point i was thinking of was that um baker square is famous for pies Mm -hmm. and i intend on being famous for my pies Uh, so i see we're actually in a an existential battle with baker square I I was definitely a Baker Square girl. There was the Baker Square that was near my house. And every Wednesday, they started this thing that was, what was it? It was like, buy something for like $5 and get a free slice of pie. And so, of course, the teenagers, after like our fucking theater play practices and stuff like that, we'd all go over there. So there's like 50 teens in the Baker Square, all ordering iced tea and getting free pie, which just like is so shitty for the waiter. But like Uh, they set themselves up not to victim blame. (laughs) <laughs> but they set themselves okay. up there, okay? Uh, but no, I definitely, I think I've only been to Old Country Buffet like twice. One time, though, was when I was driving from Indiana to Ohio. And we st- it was a Friday night at like 8 o'clock. And we were really hungry. So we stopped at an Old Country Buffet. And there was a 40-minute wait to get in <laughs> there. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? So we went to Waffle House. But I, yeah, it's just... I'm with you here. Baker Square is definitely king. Here's what I'll say. I also went to Baker Square quite often. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to pit powerful women against each other. Okay. (laughs) All Country Buffet and Baker Square can exist peacefully side by side. And it is Old Country Buffet, not Old Country Buffet. 
uh, as our listener pronounced it. Wow. Yes, I will criticize that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I used to go to Baker Square, too. It was always like my I think my mom would go to Baker Square a lot. So I always associated that with like that was her her place. (laughs) Um, First of all, Baker Square, not all you can eat. There's a, there's a beauty in the in the buffet aspect of it. Mm. And of course, the, the glamour of it is really only when you're young because the second you you get old and wise, you realize it's actually filthy and <laughs> a, a disgusting garbage hole <laughs> where uh, they're just abounding in germs. That being said, I do think Baker Square is like to me will kind of also forever be associated with just like it just feels too like band kid. Mm. It's like, oh, mar- you, you go to marching band and then like everyone goes to that or like all of the drama. kids. Yeah, it was go. it was the theater kids. We, we'd go there after every play practice pretty much. Yeah. So. So but, I don't and I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> <laughs> like a mathlete. Next. So um, I just want to. I just want to say that I curated these for a specific mood uh, roller coaster, basically, and we're ending at the peak. Okay, so I just want to let you know, like these rants beforehand, they've been pretty calm. There've been some swears, but like it's been pretty level-headed. A nine a.m. sober situation. Uh, these next two, uh, I just want to let you know, we're turning it up a notch. All right, you ready for this? <laughs> oh God, I don't know if I'm ready. So I want to start with this first one. Um, It's a little hard to understand, which you'll hear why in a second. But the context is that this person is a teenager in high school and they are short. All right, (laughs) let's get into it. Okay. So I'm in high school, okay? (laughs) If these one people don't start walking faster than me, who is not even 5'1", if you're going to walk, times i just wanted to say for a little bit she was saying if these six one i still don't know what the next word is are walking faster than me people okay i didn't know she said like bimbos or something uh these six one people don't start walking faster than me who's not even five one if you're going to walk slower than me with legs that are twice as long as me i'm going to lose my mind and i just (laughs) i just i adore it even though it does terrify me that we have teenagers listening to this podcast yeah, that kind of existential rage yeah. I just love. Uh, I do think that tapped into me when I, as someone who was like six feet for all of high school, <laughs> well, once I hit my my spurt, yeah, I was, I'm with her. I was, mm-hmm. hashtag, I'm with her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why the fuck? Is everybody walking? We had like five minutes to get from one end of the school to the other, and everyone would take their sweet ass time. And I was like, <laughs> I'm carrying 200 pounds of books on my back. My spine is crumbling <laughs> underneath me. Please move out of my fucking way. Oh, you know what? I have really been craving those five minute bells, though. I've been thinking that we should start implementing that into our remote work days. Like between meetings and stuff like we just we need a five minute bell. I need a break between classes, please. Also, I need to walk more. So, yeah, you know. 
But, we also, uh, biggest lie I was ever told was that there would be bells by by Hollywood, by <laughs> by the the media, the mass media, was that we would have actual bells, and we didn't. And it was just like a loud beep. It was a horrible sound. A horrible sound. Just beep. <laughs> it's like, no, where's the bell? Okay. <laughs> Greece. Fast fast times at Ridge, Ridge, Ridgemond. Mm-hmm. That's the one. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's get into our last rant. Here we go. I am just so fucking done with these motherfucking boys who think it's okay to lead girls on and fucking ask for their number after four years of talking and then suddenly not decide it's okay to fucking text. Like, bitch, the fucking <laughs> ask for my fucking number. Now fucking text me. Like, I'm so fucking done with these guys. Like, they are kings. All men are dogs, and they should go to fucking hell. Like, I don't understand. You are leading me on, sir. Sir, you are leading me fucking on. He's just that type of dude that always takes a girl's number and decides not to fucking text her. Like, bitch. The fuck? Who does that? Can you tell me? I gave this man my number four weeks ago. He hasn't texted me once, and I can't text him. possible to win our rant hotline but i do think that uh this listener won oh just the oh my god like uh, my heart is racing uh i i would actually like this cross-stitched on a pillow uh well bitch i am desperate what if i want a boyfriend i think my favorite is you are leading me on sir sir you are leading me on Wow, I do relate to this so pretty hard. hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just it just really captures a collective a collective sigh for all of us. Um so I thank you dear listener. Uh I hope I hope that you know what? I don't think that I hope that person texts you back because they do sound like a fuckboy, but I right. you deserve love, okay? You deserve to cuddle someone. Yeah. Also, just know, I mean, this is I I don't even know if it's comforting to be like same because <laughs> then it's like, OK, now we're just both sad <laughs> rather than being like it gets better because I'm just like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been firmly. I mean, obviously, this year of dating has been um it's it's hard to like offer any comfort because it's just like yeah it's fucked for everybody mm-hmm. um but yeah i, I ha- always have to remind myself like if someone is not showing the signs of reciprocation uh you gotta you gotta cut back because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you will you will slide down that slope in not a good way oh yeah and as someone who is gripping for traction on the slope <laughs> that is my advice (laughs) because yeah i do feel like i am susceptible to the lead on Mm -hmm. i mean who is it they're leading you on how are you supposed to just like suddenly know that that's a magic trick 
yeah, I I feel like the lead on specifically is what is because it's one thing if someone is like sh- like showing you signs that they're not interested. Mm-hmm. It's another thing when they're like showing you signs that they are, but without any intention on. Yeah. Like follow through. Yeah, it's just a game for them. Which is, and there's also that thing that people call now, what did they call it? It's not, it's uh, like crumb, crumbing. <laughs> okay, in Catherine Cohen's poetry, that means crying and coming at the same time. So I don't think that's uh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> what it means. <laughs> that's not here. what I mean. Bread crumbing, bread crumbing. There we I go. Think is, we got right. There. Which is like where someone sort of like, they, they kind of are keeping or orbiting. Orbiting is the other term for mm. it. Where someone is kind of like keeping you in their orbit or right. offering you like bits of breadcrumbs just to keep you interested. But you don't want to stay in the orbit. You want you want a fucking asteroid just coming straight right. to you. Allow me. OK, <laughs> I want you to make contact and <laughs> kill the destroy dinosaurs. my atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> Destroy my dinosaurs, uh, <laughs> wipe out my my bio life. <laughs> yeah, where it's like I feel like I'm particularly susceptible to like, oh, you're showing me attention and um, being overtly flirtatious. Yes, I'm talking specifically <laughs> about one situation <laughs> that we have discussed. Yes, I do uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is particularly susceptible to this this year. Mm-hmm. because it's like everybody is I feel like talking a bigger game than they're prepared to actually commit to mm-hmm. and we're all in more vulnerable states so it's just dangerous all around you gotta be careful out there you really you gotta do. be careful <laughs> My, the point is I get it in this rage you're you're really you're really tapped into something deep within me and if there are others out there who just need to to let it loose you know our rant hotline's right there for you and that's it for this go at the rant hotline. Thank you for sharing your bitching with us. We get literally hundreds of voicemails and uh, can't fit them all in the pod. So guess what? We're going to start sharing them on our socials. So keep calling us at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And don't forget to follow us at Unhappy Hour on Twitter to collectively scream. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we could take to make our world a little bit better. This week, you might have seen across the internet this week an uptick in uh, conversation around uh, violence against Asian Americans. So, uh I guess there's been like multiple attacks on elderly Asian Americans around the San Francisco area. And of course, this is all part of like a larger rise in racist attacks against Asian Americans just since the pandemic started and people using COVID as an excuse to to commit violence against the Asian American community. So one group that is working to fight the violence and, and strengthen uh, the Asian American community is called AAPI Women Lead. That's Asian American Pacific Islander uh, Women Lead. Uh, you can donate to their I'm Ready movement, which aims to kind of raise visibility for the experiences of, of Asian American Pacific Islander women 
uh, within the Me Too movement and around racial discrimination and so much more. Um, so you could go to imreadymovement.org. We'll link to that in our show notes. Uh, and you can also follow AAPI Women Lead on Instagram uh, so that you get some updates from them on stuff that you could do, movements that you can support, groups that you can support, all that good stuff. All right, let's get into the TV we're watching this week. Barry, what you been watching? Well, I forgot last week that I had actually watched all of Bridgerton in one day and then didn't <laughs> mention it. So I, I've watched all of Bridgerton. It was a real joy, uh, just taffy to my brain. <laughs> um, and then I also uh, watched all of Ted Lasso. Alex and I watched Ted Lasso this past week. And that show is just a delight. Like, it's just, it really, if you need just like a feel good, nothing that bad happens. It does make me laugh out loud at least once an episode. It also has Juno Temple in it, who all this time I thought was American. And in Ted Lasso, I was like, wow, her British accent is incredible for an American. Um, Nope. Turns out she's British and she's just been very good at American (laughs) accents all this time. (laughs) So uh, I'm an idiot and and, uh, really just a delight of a show so that's what i've been watching how about you uh i finished the west wing all seven seasons of hour-long 20 20 something hour-long episodes (laughs) so i actually am president now (laughs) but now i need to transition to a new show and it just might be riverdale because we did um we're doing it (laughs) I cautiously started Riverdale while very stoned uh, on Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. That was my Super Bowl. Hot, hot Riverdale teens mm-hmm. um, who aren't actually teens because they're like 40-year-olds playing 16-year-olds. Yes. I'm really excited for this journey. I'm excited to be the captain of this ship for you Well, <laughs> and really steer you through the waters of Riverdale. This will almost certainly end like the Titanic, but I, <laughs> I'm along. I'm along for this ride. <laughs> what is your uh, non-TV chaser? My non-TV chaser, uh, just, a, just a shout out to a specific chocolate bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's... <laughs> Tony's Chocolonies, I think is the name of it. It's a very silly name, but we in, in my house, we just call them Tony's. Um, they have a dark chocolate with pretzel and toffee in it. And it is mm. just really good. And it's like thick enough where you just have like two pieces of it. And it is so satisfying. Um, the only annoying thing is they do. It looks like the Willy Wonka chocolate bars where it's like, not evenly distributed slices they like have the name stamped on it and like all these crazy shapes in it that's annoying because i just want like an even right. bar of chocolate but the taste of it really is just a great chocolate bar so shout out to that for keeping me afloat <laughs> what about you what's your non-tv chaser this week uh, honestly Chocolate is is up there. I honest, I might go make some like <laughs> chocolate things just because I deserve it. I mean, you made you made, and this is big because people on the podcast here know I don't typically like to mix my chocolate and my fruit, but you made a chocolate mousse pie with strawberries, and that was like one of the best things I've ever eaten. <laughs> it was so good i i almost want to remake it because i i feel like i fucked up the filling and i want to get it right so that it is no it was so right it could do no wrong 
<laughs> um, well, we'll see. But my my actual chaser is um, exciting stuff and not at all another example of how I am losing it. <laughs> but I did <laughs> get a Brita filter and my life wow. has changed. Well, someone pointed out on Twitter that I have talked about a Brita filter in the past. Um, to be clear, I've had Brita filters before. Uh, famously Mm -hmm. my friend Ashley was over and she came uh, to the coffee table from the kitchen with an ice cold thing of water. And I was like, where did that come from? Why is it so cold? That's not, it doesn't come out of the tap like that. And she was like, I got it from your Brita filter. And I was like, that has been in there untouched for a year. (laughs) So that water is (laughs) disgusting. And she drank from it already. So, um, (laughs) <laughs> the point is, I got a fresh Brita filter, and yes, this was spurred by the fact that I thought the water coming from my tap was um, eating away at my mouth. <laughs> no, sure. <laughs> it's like, my mouth feels weirdly tingly. I don't understand what is happening. I bet it's chemicals in my water, uh, and then uh, I lost my mind and ordered a Brita filter, and... <laughs> I think it has more to do with like just keeping a pitcher of water in the fridge and then bringing it out Mm -hmm. and having like an ice cold cup of water more than like the freshness of the water. But it is a treat. It is a beautiful treat. I'm a big slut for water and uh, it's nice to have just a (laughs) delicious ice cold cup of, of, of water. So that's, that's my very exciting chaser life changing. (laughs) <laughs> and that's it. I hope everybody's having uh, a sane week and um, taking care of yourselves and taking your fucking meds. Uh, and that's it for today's show. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. If you want even more Unhappy Hour shit, you can head straight to my Patreon page where you'll get video of bonus Worst Things First stories cut from this week's episode, video of extended guest complainer interviews, a bunch of other fun stuff. Obviously, head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, wherever you get podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, then rate us and review us. But only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Yinka rickford Angwin, and me, Matt Belisai. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hans Dale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye-bye. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Good. Beautiful. Oh. Also, last night I had this realization, another glimpse into how my brain is falling apart. Did everybody know that Beauty and the Beast, her name is is Beauty? No, her name is Belle. Which is Beauty in <laughs> in French. <laughs> nope, didn't nope, nope, did not make that connection at all. <laughs>